Mipicast. <laughs> and welcome to the Mipicast. <laughs> Seth, I can tell you put a lot of work into that opening for this week. I was holding that all day. <laughs> what? Who, Next who year, knew then... I was going to be the guest this week? <laughs> it was a complete surprise that Sean Holter, the commissioner of the MIPA League, was going to be the guest on the MIPA cast. Sean, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh, anytime. It's a, it's a great honor, Seth, to have the commissioner on, don't you think? I agree. My petitions have finally been read. <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad I was, I was fifth in line to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, how does it feel to be back stateside, uh, full time now? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's great. Um, going from 14 hours ahead of you guys to now three hours behind. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. How does it feel to about to have the New Orleans Pelicans shipped over to Seattle so you can watch some real NBA basketball? Um, yeah, that, that's, that's going to be, that's the best part right now is, um, they're actually not only the, the NBA, but the, uh, the NHL team, uh, my, my new apartment actually has the practice facility right across the street from it. Oh, nice. So you're going to be able to go to a, a bunch of games, hopefully, pretty soon? Yeah, hopefully they keep the name the Rainy City, Rainy City Bitch Pigeons is, uh, <laughs> is the petition for the, uh, for the Seattle team. Are there any like actual names that are uh, leading the way? Uh, no, because no one has any sort of interest in the hockey team here. <laughs> <laughs> or, or anywhere else. Just just in your world, Seth. <laughs> yeah. Did, nobody, nobody knew that the All-Star game was on this weekend. That I watched is a, it. That is a fact. Well, yeah, you watched it because you were in Japan, and you were 15 <laughs> hours ahead, so you got a heads up. But now that you're back here, that's over, buddy. Yeah, Batman gave me a heads up that, that, uh, <laughs> that it, was, it was coming. Well, that, that was nice of him. So um, has it been an adjustment to, uh, to come back here full time or it was just picked up right where you left off? Uh, no, there, there has been adjustments. I mean, I did the uh, – I, I came back for the – I was back in Boston the weekend of the uh, AFC Championship game. So just the, the jet lag alone from, from Tokyo to Seattle and then – Seattle to Boston and staying with uh, staying with Finley for the time. But, yeah, no, I think finally this week I've been able to sleep through the night and not be wide awake at, like, 2.30 in the morning. So what was your first uh, official American meal back stateside? Um, I, I, I waited until I got to, to up to Lynn and I got a roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Actually, no. First was Kowloon's, and then then the roast beef was the next day. <laughs> you, had, you had to come back to the states to have authentic Asian cuisine. <laughs> it, it's not the same thing. It, it's not. When you're in uh, when you're in Japan, the Chinese food is is nothing like. There's no kung pao. There's no no sagas wings. Uh, you know, they they eat like roots and shit. You know. <laughs> so, what was your main staple over there? Was it just other than rice? It, it was McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, but even even McDonald's over there, I'm assuming, was made of rice. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was rice rice patties with a with a with a rice bun and rice fries <laughs> and rice with nuggets with squid ink drizzle drizzle sauce. Yeah. There, there actually was a um, the shrimp. They actually had a shrimp burger where they deep fried like a shrimp patty oh, and God. put it on a bun. 
But they there every month they would have some sort of in Japan they have some sort of uh, special thing for the month. So uh, the the big thing was the great they had like this oh it's the Grand House Burger it was a bacon cheeseburger with with Canadian bacon as their bacon. <laughs> so it was like floppy ham. Yeah, when is McDonald's going to stop calling that bacon? Like, when you get the, the Egg McMuffin, how is the staple going to be Canadian bacon? doesn't make yeah, any no sense. Kidding. Get yeah, with yeah, the yeah. times, McDonald's. God. And that's McDonald's time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know the last time I've been to McDonald's, so I don't have much to comment on it. I think it was when I, last time I went down to New York to visit Teresa's family, we might have gone down there for, for that or something like that, but... Uh, actually, oh no! You know what? I lied. I think Louisa wanted it for her birthday. So back in August, we had it. That's when it was. Did you have the birthday party at McDonald's? Uh, with the the five of us, yes. <laughs> was Mac was Mac there for Mac and me? <laughs> I, I, is that an actual Mac person? Wait, you don't know the Mac and me reference? No. Oh, man, that's because you don't have a TV. Yeah. <laughs> I, technically, I don't. I, I have a TV, but I don't have cable or anything. I just. Oh my know. God! We're living in a in a world of yeah. cableless viewership. It's unbelievable. I'm the only yeah, person can, paying cable. Yeah, but I can still watch any sports stream I want. You know. Right, 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 right. So I I don't know if you heard the the uh, the Mipicast last week. This is one of, one of the topics we were discussing. Yeah. So it was amazing. <laughs> so. Um, Seth had a question. Can, can is it possible through a smart TV to stream um, a website like without an app? If you have probably like a if the the smart TV comes with like a browser, I, I would say. And depending on what the Flash is, if it's if it's like Flash Five or if it's Java or something like that, you you can probably po- get away with it. Why I use would a Chromecast. A, why would a brand new smart TV not have those though? Wouldn't everybody want that in their smart TV? Well, like, PlayStation used to be able to... If you looked on Reddit, you see a lot of people who, um, hey, can I stream this on my mobile or my PlayStation 4 or something like that? PlayStation 4 used to have a browser with with Java. You, you were able to get Flash, no problem. And then they just they took it out. That's how they get you. Yeah. Seth, did you understand any of that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he understood PS4. Yeah. And Reddit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the Reddit part. (laughs) Seth, can you tell us what your favorite Reddit page is? I could (laughs) in a private chat. Well, this is a private chat. It's just the three of us. This goes this goes national. Are you crazy? I forgot. Think about think about all the sponsorship deals we'd lose. Slash R slash bigger than you thought. <laughs> don't 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 tell people how I live. <laughs> I, I think Seth is um a to be named Reddit page and NBA all all day. Um I like I'll I'll give a plug to one Reddit sub that I enjoy. It's called Russell with the Plot. Uh, oh, okay. And it's all women's wrestlers in various states of undress. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan of that one. Oh, going to have to subscribe to that one after this call. <laughs> Do you and Hobbs go and look at that page? No. No, I don't let Hobbs watch, look at it, but Nancy loves when I when I show her all the hot girls. I'm like, look at that girl, Nancy. She's hot. I like, thanks, Why don't babe. you dress like this for me? <laughs> After that, she she pile drives you. After that, right? Yeah. Okay. Something's getting pile driven. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, goodness. So uh, one thing I wanted to talk about today, and I was just happy to be watching it, was um, a lot of Celtics talk has been on Comcast Sportsnet. Um, and it was a big topic on Felger and Mavs today. And I don't know, if Sean, if you were listening at all. or Actually, you can listen to things a lot easier now, too, can't you? Yeah, it, it's, it's great. <laughs> Felger and Mavs is on at like, like 11 a.m. now <laughs> it's, instead of like 6 a.m. the um, next day. Yeah, exactly. The next day. So um, they were talking all about Kyrie going to the Lakers with um, his talk with LeBron and stuff like that. And I don't know. I think people are getting scared around here that Kyrie's just leaving to go to L.A. Yeah, I think I I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. I I, I heard the rumbling. I mean, Jay Stu on Felger has has always said that he's going to go to the Knicks. And I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he if he leaves. But if he goes if he goes to the Lakers, I mean, it's just it's Cleveland two point isn't it? Yeah. So there's only two teams that are in play here, and it's the Celtics and the Knicks. And I think it's obvious as to why for each. I think the Knicks have a serious, a really serious chance of landing him if they can get into that that Anthony Davis sweepstakes. Um. I, I know I, I put it in the chat the other day that if you can pair Kyrie with Davis and Porzingis and get that number one pick, if you can somehow keep Porzingis and that number one pick while getting Anthony Davis through free agency or whatever the case is, as long as you don't trade those two assets and you draft someone like Zion, or even if you land a top two or three and can get R.J. Barrett or something along those lines, that's a hell of a team, and that might be better than what the Celtics have. So... <clears throat> You know, would I would I blame Kyrie for going home to New York? Yes. I would try to run him over with my car if he did that. <laughs> but I could understand why he did that. But, gun to head, if I had to bet, which I have, and I had to put all my money on, <laughs> which I have, I would say Kyrie stays. I think there's just too much... Um, too much smoke that he's leaving. It doesn't feel real... I know Kyrie's kind of a weird dude. He said a lot of weird things. I think sometimes he talks just to hear himself talk. But if you remember at the beginning of the season, he had that big press conference with all the season ticket holders, with some of the season ticket holders. And he made a big statement that he's going to be here for the next five years. He's signing the deal and the whole commercial with his dad playing in the garden and retiring number 11. It just... It, what a villain he would be if he left. It would be, it would be the worst move... I think any current Boston player has ever done. Do you think part of it, though, is like, all right, I'm changing my mind because he realizes, and this was brought up today, too, that the talent around him isn't as talented as he thought. You know, he thought he was getting Gordon Hayward back, and he has a shell of Gordon Hayward. Jalen Brown is not a good player, it seems like. Uh, and, you know, maybe other than Tatum, there's nothing else around that's, that's worthwhile playing with. Yes, I think that's a valid point. I think all that gets washed away if you go to the Knicks and you think that that management and that organization is going to surround you with talent. That's that's crazy talk. If you think that they're going to do a better job of surrounding you with talent over the course of that five years. I mean, initially, like I said, they can get AD, Porzingis, Zion. That's hard to argue. But I think the track record of Danny, I mean... The thing is, Kyrie's a pretty smart dude. I don't think he's like worldview smart. I think he's I think he's pretty stupid in that regard. But on the court, I think he's got a good understanding of what it takes to win. 
And um, I don't know how anyone can see the Dolan family as anything but a total joke. I, I just can't. And even if you're from there, why the hell would you go back to that organization? I, I think if he goes back, he, he all he's doing is, is he wants the legacy at Madison Square Garden. Like, he wants to fill that place up. It, it's it's pretty much mecca to him is, is probably how I would put it. I mean, if you're... You're in a situation, you know, and and the Celtics came calling. You definitely want to come back and you know play in Boston, but yeah, no, the 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 ownership in in New York is absolute garbage, and I I can't I can't see anyone doing it other than the fact that you're from that hometown and you want to go back and you know you know save your town. Yeah, that's the only reason I give New York an outside puncher's chance. But if, like I said. When my bill comes due, I've I've laid all my chips in in Boston. I just can't. So the thing is, Danny isn't. Everybody knows, everybody thinks they know that Danny isn't afraid to pull the trigger whenever he has to. I can't imagine Danny's letting Kyrie sit on this team when he doesn't have a future here. That just doesn't mm. make sense to me. If he knew he was gone, then Kyrie's would already be gone. Mm. But I mean, if a team's going to trade for Kyrie, knowing that he's gone next year anyway. Isn't that kind of a thing that yeah. it, it makes it tough for him to trade because of that? That's what you're doing trying to trade for Anthony Davis. That's what Toronto did trying to trade for Ka- for uh, Kawhi. Kawhi, yeah. And, 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 you, and you, here's the thing that's going to throw a monkey wrench into that whole scenario is that's what happened with Paul George. Everybody thought that was a one-year mm. rental. And even though it didn't turn out the best for Paul George in that one season, it worked like gangbusters for Oklahoma City. They got him mm. at a discount just because he loved the city. He loved that city. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. I, I think that's why teams take that chance because you never know. Oh, I don't – I just – I don't know. I'm, I'm getting worried because I don't – I don't. Mm. All, all these different signals and signs seem to be that he doesn't seem to enjoy it here anymore. And with the team not playing as well as they – Consistently as they can. That's the big thing. I mean, they'll have, have games, you know, three or four games in a row where it's like, all right, th- this team can can hang with the Warriors. And then they have three or four games where, like, oh my God, why are they losing to Orlando anywhere? <laughs> if it was Orlando, Boston, yeah. or anywhere. You, you, you lose, yeah, you lose to Orlando, Brooklyn, and Miami in the span of a week. And yeah. Well, you know, two of those three teams are playoff teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the East, that tells you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess the other thing too is, I mean, I don't see how Boston can trade for Anthony Davis, and it's going to hold. I mean, I guess they have to hope that Kyrie stays here, and then they can start to trade for him in June because you know, obviously, they can't trade for him right now with that whole Derrick Rose rule or whatever it is. So it's going to be difficult so for them to even the, do that or to hold off New Orleans from from trading him. The, mm. Ky- the 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 thing that the Celtics have in their favor, I think, is twofold. One, the Pelicans don't want to deal with the Lakers. I, and I, I think they've made that clear, that they don't want to deal with the Lakers. They're accusing the Lakers of tampering with Anthony Davis, which they have. Yeah. And they've already sent out a statement saying, as such, that they believe they tampered and they want an investigation into it. So I think that that bodes well for us. The other thing is, I don't think the Lakers package is very good. Lonzo Ball stinks. I mean, he's fine, but he stinks. And Brandon Ingram isn't as good as he was supposed to be. The real superstar of that package would be Kyle Kuzma. And you're trading Anthony Davis or Kyle Kuzma? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think the Pelicans would want to do it. I think Boston has the most intriguing package. <laughs> yeah, we do. And I, I just, 
you know, and and the other issue that I think can't be ignored, even though it didn't work out for us the last time around, was having Kyrie here has always been that Anthony Davis bait, which is exactly what Horford was supposed to be for for Kevin Durant. Remember, there was that smoke yeah. about Horford and Durant wanting to team up. So we you maxed out Horford trying to get or trying to lure Durant here. It didn't work. But I think that's one of the reasons you went all in on Kyrie, knowing that he was tight with Anthony Davis. What's the package that we offer? Is it Tatum, Brown, and picks? I think it's probably both unprotected picks, yeah. which which sucks. Um, and it it wouldn't have been that at the beginning of the year when Jalen Brown still had value, but I think it ha- it almost has to now because Jalen Brown's taken such a big hit at least in terms of public perception. So I think it would have to be those two guys plus both unprotected picks, which you're still doing. You're still doing. I mean, everyone would, you know, Tatum is a tough pill to swallow, but you're still making that trade. Anthony Davis is better than Tatum, and he always will be. I think Danny just just gives New Orleans a list and just says just whatever you want. Right. Any Anybody that's not Kyrie. Yeah. Because those are the guys we have to have. So just take five five items, whatever it is, off this list, and you're good to go. Like here, here's yeah. our eight man, you know, here's our projected eight man rotation. Take five of them away, right? You know, excluding Kyrie, right? Yeah, I think so. And the Sacramento so. and the Memphis pick. Um, yeah, no, the Sacramento, yeah, the Sacramento. Sacramento, Sacramento. is actually that's Sacramento. for this draft, right? Sacramento's this year. Memphis is yeah. no, no. Yeah, Sacramento's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Memphis is this year unless it conveys to next year if they get in, which it looks like Memphis is going to tank, so it probably will get into that top six. So we probably won't have that pick this year. But that that carries over until to next year. To next right. year, is it unprotected next year? It's top eight, and then if it if it conveys top eight next year, then it's truly unprotected the third year. So twenty twenty is unprotected. Completely unprotected. Yeah. Okay. Nope. When's the draft? Is it July's the draft? No, it's like June. June. It's June. It's the end of June. Yeah. And is that yeah. is free agency period open before that? Free agency is after the draft. It's after the draft. It's after the draft. So we couldn't yeah, trade. Yeah, they that. have like the same free agent free agency time as like the NHL. It's like July first, and with their like tampering periods and stuff like that too. So how can we trade that pick to New Orleans before we can re-sign Kyrie? Because if free agency doesn't open up until, say, July 1st, we can't do that trade. You make the trade you, you make the trade with the understanding that it won't go through until July 1st. So you say, this is the agreed-upon trade. Okay. If, so, you, if, you, if you move him before July 1st, I'll punch you in the dick. <laughs> So it's just an agreement and understanding, assuming that New Orleans is in good faith. I think if Anthony Davis sticks around in New Orleans this year and then is not moved before July 1st, I think there's a pretty clear indication of where he's going to end up. All right. Sounds good, I guess. (laughs) I mean, it it, it doesn't – none of this matters because DeMarcus Cousins is awesome again. So nobody's touching the Warriors this year. So, I mean, we're all just – Watching basketball to watch basketball until next free agency period. I mean, it's just no one's touching the Warriors as long as they stay healthy. What did you guys think of the the Warriors game the other night with the Celtics? 
Um, I think that that's how it always plays out. The Celtics give 110% to hang with the Warriors, and the Warriors look like they're in third gear the entire game, and then they pull away. And sometimes it doesn't happen, and they lose by one or two to the Celtics, but most of the times they don't because they're just better all around. And that's just the story of the Warriors' season. They're better than everybody by a mile. Yeah, they can they can turn it on at any point, and it's and it's ridiculous watching that. Like, it, I mean, come playoff time, where it's like, oh yeah, no, you get you get someone that could take a shot at them, and they'll just put their foot on your throat and just nope. There was a there was a point in the third quarter where we were up five, and I was like, all right, just gonna run to the bathroom real quick, mm. come back from the bath. I mean, not even thirty seconds. And since Curry had gone off for seven points in like sixteen seconds, it just we were down two when I came back. Stupid, stupid, <laughs> stupid, stupid. They're untouchable. No, I mean it's just they're the only way that they're gonna lose is if they blow it up themselves, which I think sounds like it's gonna happen. Well, I, mean, I think Draymond's gonna be gone after this year. I could be wrong, but I mean they, they I, have to resign different people, and he's gonna be the least of their worries. Draymond for sure, I think is gone. I'm pretty sure yeah. Kevin Durant's gonna walk. And it looks like Clay Thompson might go too. Hmm. Interesting. I hadn't heard about Clay. I I know Durant was fifty fifty, um, either you know New York or where is it New York or Golden State, and those are the only two. I would be not shocked if Durant ended up in the in a Clippers uniform in the not too distant future. I think there's something to be said about Durant and LeBron's legacies coinciding. And uh, Durant is the type of, um, like, super shallow person that can't take any type of criticism. And you know that all of the criticism he gets for joining the Warriors eats away at him. I mean, it obviously does. That's irrefutable in the way that he conducts himself through social media and even in interviews. So I think him getting to the Clippers... Just try to steer that franchise, um, who are run better than the Knicks, which is crazy to, to think about. <laughs> I really think there is a problem with pe- major free agents going to the Knicks because of that ownership. It's it's almost like the Clippers from 10 years ago, where they just had that big black X over them because they were just so inept. Mm. I'm not sure why anybody wants to go there. I don't know. Oh, and we lost Sean. That's all right. He didn't like all that negative Nick's talk. Big <laughs> Nick head. He's a big Nick head. Let me see if I can get Sean back in. Oh, it says no. Yeah, yeah, there. He disconnected. Let's see if I can get him back in. Um, what Maybe the... Seattle just had an earthquake. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. I don't know. <laughs> what are the chances of um, of Durant coming to Boston? Zero. Yeah, even with Kyrie, and if we were somehow to trade for AD, well, then you can't you can't afford them all. You can't have Kyrie maxed, AD maxed, Horford maxed, Horford's, Gordon Hayward maxed, and Kevin Durant maxed. Well, Horford's he's a free agent after this year, isn't he? I think I'm not. I don't think it's this year. I think it might be one more. All right, I thought this was his final year. I thought this was. Oh, I mean, you're you're the nerd, so you might have looked at the numbers. Uh, I, I only I only go by wild speculation. <laughs> well, of course we know that. <laughs> so I don't know what his contract is, but it doesn't feel like Horford's done because everything I've sort of looked up online to try to make contracts work in the ESPN trade machine, 
I feel like you still have to deal with Horford's salary, but I, I could be wrong. It's happened one other time that I could think of. What was that one other time? I forget. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let's see if I can pull it up. I, uh, do, 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 do. Current contracts. Oh, 2019 free agents. That's what we want to see for the Celtics. And I guess I guess he is not. I guess it looks like he has one more year. Obviously. Obviously. So, well, there you go then. Oh, multi-year yeah. summary. That's the other thing I was looking for. There we go. Trying to find a website sometimes can be difficult. You get to like go to this website so, called Google. And surprised you even know what that. I'm surprised you even know what that is. Living in your cave with no electronics <laughs> and no, no way to contact the outside world. Uh, I've rung Holter, but he does not seem to be answering. So maybe they did have an earthquake and they lost all power and electricity and or power is electricity and internet. Maybe he went to Starbucks. <laughs> Maybe he was at Starbucks and they lost their internet there. Yep. Yep. I heard they're financially in trouble. Uh, what the, where the hell the is The show it? has come to a, a screeching halt. Al Horford for 2019 is due $30 million. Woo! Imagine paying Al Horford $30 million. Yeah, and then in hey, 20... sorry, guys. <laughs> hey! Did you have an earthquake? No, 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 no. The, 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 I am surrounded here in Seattle by like 17 volcanoes. So if uh, if one goes, I guess that's my ass. <laughs> our our speculation was earthquake or a Starbucks run. Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> is um is Dunkin' Donuts even in Seattle? No. Okay, they, I didn't they think have, so. Um, at, at the supermarket near the near where I'm staying now, they do have like the Dunkin' Donuts ground coffee. And in the coolers, they have like the iced coffee drinks, like the regular iced coffee drinks. But there's no, there's no Dunkin' Donuts like 500 miles within this within Seattle. I'm I'm into that Nespresso. Nancy and I got an Nespresso yeah. machine. We're just injecting straight caffeine into our veins now. <laughs> yeah, they they're crazy. They've got on and the, the, so there's in the complex I'm at in Amazon. There's uh there's 40 buildings in downtown Seattle that have some sort of Amazon employee in it. It's it's insane. <laughs> and, yeah, each floor has, like, six or eight just gigantic 7-Eleven coffee, <laughs> coffee towers. And just it's just, yeah, Starbucks. Starbucks coffee just constantly. I hate Starbucks coffee. I drink it because Nancy loves it. It just it tastes gross. Yeah. It, all, it, all, it all tastes burned. To me, anyway. That was the only choice you had in Japan, too, was Starbucks. Like, they yeah. had their little... Like, there was little cafes and stuff like that. But if you wanted a coffee, it was Starbucks. And their cold brew isn't bad. But the cold brew here, for some reason, is different. And I dislike it, so... It's because it doesn't have squid ink. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's it's the squid ink, <laughs> that's baby. The, uh, squid ink. That's the secret ingredient for Japanese Starbucks. <laughs> for everything in Japan. <laughs> So I don't drink coffee. So if I have gone to Starbucks, I get a, a tea. But yeah. I one time ordered a, a green tea and they put water in a cup and they put like a squirt of like green tea flavoring. They swirled it around. They're like, all right, here you go. I was like, 
this is a green tea? They're like, yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. You just squirted stuff into the cup. And they're like, oh, this is how we do green tea. So I was like, all right. So I had it and it, you know, it definitely wasn't green tea. And I was like, all right, well, this is going to be the last time I ever go to Starbucks. So, yeah. What's the type of tea that's like a green powder that I think that's, is Japanese? Yeah, that's in Japanese. It's called matcha. It's, Ma- it's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Well, yeah, that's what it's, it's, it's called. green tea. It's it's green matcha. Tea. It's oh, it's I I I it's had one of those at like Tivana. It yeah. tasted like fucking grass. Yeah, it's it was it's like horrible. it was like mowing your lawn, grabbing the clippings and just dripping them into your mouth. <laughs> that's what it tasted like. That's yeah, no, that's, that is a good comparison. And then <laughs> yeah. they they do everything with like like candy. There's there's like green tea Kit Kats. There's any any sort of candy that they have. There's a matcha flavor for it, and it just makes it taste a million times worse. But green tea, like American style green tea, that's not like it. Like brisk, you know, like the mm. Nestle brisk green. That's that's fine. That's... Yeah, the Arizonas. Yeah, they aren't bad. Yeah, because those aren't really green tea. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It's, it's like a... it's like Chinese food. It's not real Chinese. Yeah, food. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's a water with a shitload of sugar and like a drop <laughs> of green tea to make it, or food coloring to make it look like yeah. that. So it's yeah, I, I know. I, like, I, I look at those and they're like, oh, uh, sugar, a thousand grams. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but it's all natural. Yeah, <laughs> all all natural. So it's just pure sugar cane. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> The Dunkin' Donuts green tea, I, I I get that, I enjoy that, and then there's a a local establishment here in Quincy that has an, an excellent green tea as well, so I usually go for those ones. But um, just I do not do coffee in any way, shape, or form. I just I don't know what it is. I've slowly started in on the. I I never did for the longest time, and then cold brews, like um, I just I just started with those. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Seth looks like he's having a lot of issues right now at, at his house, and he is frantically moving around, trying to figure something out. And oh, he's taking off. His, <laughs> he's shaking. We, we we can we can hear that, Seth. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome because I'm recording my screen right now too. So can you, once can you hear this. You we, hear this? We can hear yeah, you. The rattling? Yeah. This is from this is blasting into my ears at fifty-seven thousand decibels. <laughs> well, turn it down. It, it's unplugged. It's unplugged. It's somehow it's unplugged. There's no power going to this. The poltergeist in my living room. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and turning it on again? Yeah, that worked. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> All right, I'm going headphoneless, so I'm just gonna have to read your lips the rest of the the rest of the the, the cast. All right. So we should just nod and uh, do ventriloquism for right now. My favorite movie? Um, <laughs> I don't know, Major League. <laughs> oh God, this is gonna be very interesting. Um, yeah. So this is gonna be. So, so do we tell him that he's been replaced with Green now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I guess he could read lips on that one. <laughs> I, I went, so, Sean, you, I don't know if John told you this, but when he asked me who the guest should be, I said, and I quote, I don't give a fuck. It's your <laughs> job to book the guest host. He said, okay, I'll come up with a surprise. I kind of thought it might be Mike Green. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Damien to make a surprise appearance on this. 
And just to rub salt in everyone else's wounds, I can't wait for Kenny to have a guest spot. <laughs> those are my those are my three my top three wants. Well, well, I'm glad I came on before they did. <laughs> I, I think if we had had any of those three on before Sean, we would have had our access to MIPA like somehow blocked. I'm like, why can't I get to my team? <laughs> A, a lot of a lot of random random stuff from Amazon would have started showing up at your doors. Paid for? Well, obviously. Oh well, then, in that case, we can just resell well, then, it. Then, well, yeah, by all means. Yeah. Unless can... it's matcha tea. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Costco-sized tub of matcha coming your way, so. Well, wouldn't it be an Amazon size? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> So you said there are forty buildings in Seattle that have some sort of Amazon presence in them. Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. So the building I'm in is uh, so they name their buildings after different products, and the building I'm in is called Blackfoot. So the it's sex um, toy building. No, that's that's the Tenga building, which is a couple blocks over. All the all the Japanese sex toys are uh, are over there. That was Sean's so, department over there, by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So they they have um, like I'm on so it, it's weird because it's like the tenth floor, the twenty fourth to the twenty seventh floor in this building. There's a, there's actually another building that's all Amazon. Like it's just from floor one to floor twenty seven is all Amazon employees. But there's other buildings where there's just like yep they've got an office space. But in that building, like, floor 1 to 9 is not Amazon, but floor 10 yeah. is? Yeah, so, like, floor 3 to 10, there's there's different employees in different different floors. Like, there's some people on 5, some people on 7. Um, and, a, from, and then the building's 36 floors, I want to say. So, floor 28 to 36 is, like, the Royal Bank of Canada. And that's because Amazon doesn't have enough money to just buy their own building. Yeah, that's it's, they're cheap, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, you know, it's like because you can get you can get great commercial real estate in downtown Seattle for pennies on the dollar, obviously. Now sounds like we should start a MipaCast investment pod, <laughs> a side pod, Seattle real estate cast. Yeah, I'll take one square foot, please. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's. That's a lot. It very yeah. well could be on a monthly basis. That's nine feet, bro. Yeah. Aren't they um, uh, building a bunch of new buildings in downtown Seattle as well? A lot of construction going on? Oh, yeah. The, the, the construction here is insane. Um, there's just – all it is is just uh, – you look out and it's just cranes upon cranes upon cranes up and down. There, It's a lot of housings being built um, and commercial as well in downtown. Yeah, I can think of a few myself, like Fraser Crane <laughs> and Niles Crane, Martin Crane, Crane upon Crane upon Crane. Okay. <laughs> so when I was, you know what? That's that's a that's an awesome show. That's the best spinoff show that's ever existed. I think. Wait, you didn't like After Mash? <laughs> no, I didn't, and I didn't like Joey. Surprisingly. <laughs> well, what about like the Jeffersons? No, it, I mean, I, I said what I said. All right. I'm gonna, I can't think of any other shows that would be. You know what? I'm, I'm, you know I'm going to say it. Frazier's better than Cheers. There. I said it. Oh, wow. It's out, wow. It's out, it's out, it's out there now. It is. You can't put that back in. Nope, not going to stuff that genie back in that bottle, baby. 
I don't know if I agree with that's that. That's bulletin board material right there. You go, you go season by season, episode by episode. It's, I mean, it's a fact. I don't know how else. I don't know how else to to defend it. It's just, it's a fact. One plus one is two. Oh man. Now, I guess since Cheers is pretty old now. I mean, when was the last episode of Cheers? In like 1990 or something like that, or yeah, yeah 89, 90, I think. So I mean, that certainly has it not going in its favor as well that it's been so old but um and then i don't know when frazier actually frazier's been off the air for a really long time too so I, but I, i'm almost positive frazier had a longer run than cheers yeah i think i i heard that too yeah i'm sure it's won more awards let's say how many seasons how many seasons have you had to guess for frazier nine i was gonna say eight what i think that's low I think that's low. Let's find out. I'm not there yet. Because I, mean, I would say for like Cheers, I, I was thinking Cheers had like 10 seasons, but maybe I'm wrong on that too. Yeah, I thought Cheers was like six or seven. Yeah, it's, well, Cheers started in the 80s and ended in the 80s, so it's for sure doesn't have 10. All right, let's see. Number of seasons, 11. For Frasier? <laughs> uh, no, for Cheers. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Because 83 had that double year season, right? Uh, <laughs> the strike shortened season. It was eighty-three to ninety-three. Ninety-three. Oh, wow. wow. So it like coins. That was like that crossed over with like Seinfeld. Uh, Seinfeld. yeah, like maybe like the last season. Wow, but nobody was watching those last few years of Chairs. That's why. How many total apps? How many apps you got on Chairs? Uh, let's see, two hundred and seventy-five. Oh, Frazier only has 263. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Might have to walk. We'll have to come out with a movie. <laughs> um, 272 nominations for Frazier. It was 82 to 93 was was Cheers. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then it talks about how the spinoff was was Frasier, 93 to 2004. 2004 for Frasier? That's what it says. Oh, man. Wow. I'm off by like 10 years in every category. <laughs> <laughs> Frasier was on until 2015, right? <laughs> no, I would have said the other way. I, was, I thought Frasier went off the air like 94. <laughs> I thought it was like 79 to 94. Yeah, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Man, I, I, I could... I could I could go with you on Frasier being the best spinoff, possibly. But... It's the better show. I mean, it doesn't matter. The facts the facts don't change my opinion. And they never will. <laughs> well, as shown in the chat, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I had a question, Sean. When yeah. when uh, H HQ2 comes to Boston, you move him back here? H2Q is uh, HQ2 HQ2. is going to uh, D- the DC area in New York. Oh, I just thought it was coming to here. I haven't paid attention yeah, to no, it. So. What yeah, is- they announced that like uh, like six weeks ago, I think. Oh, What's that? God, <laughs> I'm a little behind off of that. So, so Amazon they want to have a second headquarters. Oh, oh, the second Amazon headquarters. Yeah. So, so the the big locations with Amazon is Seattle and. In D.C., essentially, in Northern Virginia. Um, so, obviously, the, they could have just 
have the second headquarters in D.C., but I think they also want a, a little bit of a presence in New York City, too. So that's why I think they're splitting it in half. I thought for the longest time, the, they're, they, from the sounds of things, they were probably either going to be Dallas or Charlotte for the second headquarters. Probably Amazon. Charlotte just because of, like, it's a hub of... Yeah, just the 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 low cost of living. Oh, okay, yeah. And a lot of actually a lot, a lot of banks are based out of there too. Hmm, interesting. There's a lot of hubbub about that going on right now. No, no one gives a rat's ass. <laughs> Cuz they're in they're in everyone in Seattle's in headquarters one. So, yeah, okay. They're, you know. How is uh, the Bezos divorce? Affecting everybody is morale real low. Um, well, his wife's ne- his ex-wife's now on the market, so we we all think we got a shot. Um, <laughs> That's why you moved back to the states, right? Yeah, yeah, that was that was the real reason. I heard about the divorce and was like, all right. So you shoot um, your shot, baby. it's not even like I, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure there's there's talk about it in in some circles, but for the most part, no one cares. It does. It did. It didn't affect like stocks or anything, right? No. Yeah. Hmm. Well, now's the time to now's the time to sell. I think sell it all. Yeah. Yeah. Go right at. Well, their their um, their their call for their earnings is uh on Thursday, I think. So. So is that a holiday for you guys? Everyone's off just to watch the ticker. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just we'll we'll be on the on all hands call anyways. Right. <laughs> yeah, the uh, they're only going to be going up by two hundred percent, so it's it's very very yeah. low morale there. <laughs> Do they still read stocks off that little strip of paper that comes through on that little clacker machine? Um, I think technology has advanced a little bit, so yeah. um, that's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. There's um, there was like a pop up bar down here in Philly that was advertising uh, sports. It was like a sports bar, but it was like old-timey baseball sports, whereas, like, a guy with the handlebar mustache was like, and number 23, rounds the bases. Oh, he's doing an old 23 skidoo. Like, it advertised it as, come here like a live press box announcer guy. <laughs> like, call a baseball game while you drink gin off of a paintbrush. <laughs> or however they did it. So, so they're, they're basically doing it like if you ever saw Eight Men Out, where they yeah, just, yes, they're, that's in a, exactly. they're in a room that's... and they've got a wall, yes. and they're like, yeah, they're reading it off the ticker, and yep, that's exactly Chilis what Joe gets a double when they move the, the figurine to second base. <laughs> and it was like, it's located behind 17th Street Domino's, yeah. you know, in their basement behind the pizza boxes. Come on in. It's only $75 <laughs> per headcount. And only allows three people. That's pretty good for Center City. Yeah. Is Domino's is Domino's a local pizza establishment in Philadelphia? Oh no, it's not a Domino's pizza. It's where they play Domino's. Domino's. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's right. You live in Philly too, so you've been all around, Sean. The big cities of Philly, Seattle, and Tokyo. Yeah, it's uh, it's been crazy. And uh, I, I was I, I spent yeah a year and a half down in Philly and and uh, couldn't couldn't wait to get back up. <laughs> yeah, I have to uh, I have to go to my in-laws for the Super Bowl, but I reserved the right to leave at any moment in time that I saw fitting. So you're gonna I, leave before the first kick? 
<laughs> uh, it depends. Like, if anything goes wrong, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> one incomplete pass, and I'm out of yeah. there. <laughs> one, one of the one of the, the the announcers for the pregame picks the picks the Rams. Seth's done. I had to suffer through the 07 Super Bowl down there, and they literally fucking popped champagne when the Patriots lost. It's awful. It's just I was a... in I was in Philly for the 03, the one against Carolina. We came out on the other side, so that was good. Yeah. He also yeah. was beaten to a pulp by it, but. Yeah. I was in I was in Maniunk, so it, it's kind of like the hipster area. No one really cared. Oh. Yeah. So kind of like LA. You, these, yeah, yeah. They they love the, they they love these Eagles down here. There's um it's it's like you would have thought I think someone I think maybe Rooney even mentioned it that Oh no, maybe it wasn't Rooney. Somebody I think somebody said that it's like the Eagles just came off of a 10-year run of, you know, mm-hmm. Super Bowls back to back to back the way the the way these people talk about it. It's crazy like you know, people are like truly devastated. Like, oh, I can't believe it's the Foles era is over. What are we gonna do? It's it's like there's no. Uh, yeah. They're not acting like it was like what it actually was, which is just a one-off fluke season that will never ever ever happen again. They're acting like it was the end of some great dynasty. Well, when I was down there, it was the three consecutive N- uh, NFC Championship games that they lost, and. Also, while I was when um, I went to a Red Sox Phillies game, and I was trying, I was late for like the first inning, so I'm just trying to find the game on the radio, and I thought WIP would have the game. They're like balls deep in in Eagles training camp. Like the game was the game was the middle of July. Yeah. Like training camp just opened, and they're talking about like the weather up in Latrobe for for training camp. It's true. IP is Eagles football 24 hours a day, yeah. 365. And, yeah. and, and you go into the game, they had a, um, I wanted to say it was like a Steve Carlton bobblehead giveaway. People were like walking in, just taking the bobbleheads and leaving. Like didn't <laughs> care about the game whatsoever. They're like. <laughs> so yeah. what's the pecking order behind the Eagles in Philly? Um, Flyers? Yeah. Flyers of Phillies. Look what it is. Can you see this? Should I answer it? <laughs> no. Put it on speaker. Should I answer it? Should I answer it? Hello? Hey, do, do you ever see guys lift weights? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just straight steroids. <laughs> hey, Damien, you're talking to Holter right now. All the way from Seattle. All the way from Seattle? Did you know Holter was back in town? As in the United States? I saw something on Facebook. <laughs> what do you mean? How am I? You didn't answer my fucking question, though. <laughs> you've, you've interrupted our weekly MIPAcast podcast. Oh, you guys are doing a gay cast? I didn't know. Not a gay cast. A podcast. That's, that's only when Al's on. Oh, my God, that's so gay. <laughs> I, Damien's just um, upset because I haven't had a sports night in a while, and he hasn't come into the studio to, to come in and help out. So I'm, like, super confused. How is Seth? Like, what do you put me on? Is Seth, are you by your computer? No, we're all in the Quincy uh, radio station. We're at oh, QHEV. Really? Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, we 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 fly in every Tuesday to do the show. We we use Rick's frequent flyer miles. <laughs> well, either, either way, I had a question and I wasn't answered. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. Ask your question, and we'll we'll take a roundtable discussion. Do like the UFC MMA guys? Do they lift weights? I think they do. Yes. Yes. Well, obviously, like like the Brock Lesnar's of the world do. But like, let's say two hundred twenty pounders, do they lift weights? Have you seen John Jones? He's a fucking animal. I'm asking Seth because I just sparred with him. With John Jones? I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. Johnny Bones was was in Quincy. Johnny, no, he goes by Stanley when he's when he's out when he's out of season. <laughs> when he's off the meds. I have two options when I spar because of, because of my height and weight. I either get Bob Sapp or I get Bob. <laughs> and I'm not good with the punching or kicking. Today we were grappling, and I fucked up him. So I'm assuming you just laid on top of him and breathed heavily. Well, I or got licked his ear from him a lot. <laughs> like once I got locked, like like just I went I, I reverted to high school wrestling. I put my hands behind his head and like just jammed his head down and sexually assaulted him. And, and then like he couldn't get out of it. Right. No, this wasn't in a gym of any kind. This was just just walking down the street. Guy was walking the dog, and Damien attacks him. The Burger King in Braintree on Washington Street. <laughs> I was gonna say, were you on a platform on the T? No, Burger King and Braintree. All right. No, but it made me, it made me so far, this, this whole Muay Thai thing I'm doing, I get my ass handed to me daily, okay? They're faster than me. They can friggin' tap the top of my head with their pinky toes. <laughs> but when it comes to grappling, all of a sudden, you know, that extra helping of meatballs is paying off. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you get the meat hooks in them? Yeah. Well, Damien... I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry that you got beat up by John Bones Jones tonight. No, it was, it was the other way around. That's why I asked you. Oh, 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 you're saying, you're wondering if they lift weights because you, you beat him so easily. All of a sudden, this rookie had no problem grappling. Oh, well, I, yeah. I would say continue with the cycle of steroids, John. We should, we should get Dana White on the phone. He should be, we should be fighting for the uh, late heavyweight title. In this, in this uh, Meepa podcast. What's that? What do you guys talk about? Mostly you. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> we're so gay. Transgender stuff. All right, that's it. You're out of here, Trump boy. No, I'm beyond Trump at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, call me later before you go to bed. Preferably when I'm Ooh. in the bathtub. Okay, bye. That was cool. Our first <laughs> true guest. We had a live call-in on the show. Now Damien has appeared on the Mippicast before half of the other league. <laughs> Don't want to call Green? <laughs> he's watching SmackDown right now because he's texting me all about it. No. Oh. I assume you're we recording have, it. We have to talk about the Royal Rumble, guys. You want to do it now? Okay, sure, sure. Now is as good as any. So Hold on. Listen. Remember that? 
No? No. The Royal Rumble theme song. Is that your ringtone? Text message. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of things for me. <laughs> so I, I guess Royal I... Rumble, the Royal Rumble was... Oh, shit! <laughs> I think I spilled my ice tea on my computer. <laughs> well, those headphones are not going to work anymore, ever again. Is this on your eight-foot coffee table? Oh, my microphone fell off. We're having technical issues. All right, I'm good. I'm good. Um, anyway, what are we talking about? The Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble was this past Sunday, and it was on. It was uneventful, as it always is. It's always so disappointing. It's like you have this this um, idea of what you think would make an awesome wrestling pay per view. And you start to fantasy book everything. And you're like, oh, here's a way they can get to the ideal WrestleMania main event. Because the stipulation of the Royal Rumble is still, if you win, you get a shot at the title at WrestleMania. So all year you weave your pattern on how you think it should play out in the best way it, it, it could be. And then it comes time for it and you get so excited because you think my idea might have a chance to come to fruition. But it never does. It's always there's just it's always the most generic, you know, su- biggest named superstar at the time is gonna win and go on to WrestleMania. And every year it disappoints. As Rick, as Rick would say, his favorite part of coming over my house to watch all the major wrestling pay-per-views was how disappointed I would get at the end of them, and swear that I would never watch another one, and then get invited three months later for the next one. <laughs> and subscribe to WWE Network. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it's, I can't quit it. I love it so much, but I hate it, too. It, it's, it never, it never treats me right. It's like an abusive, you know, it's, it's like an abusive relationship. I just, I always feel like it's my fault. You know, if I just, if I just listened, you know, they'd treat me better. But they never do. It sucks. And that was WWE talk. <laughs> you didn't even ask who won. You guys didn't even ask who won. Who won? <laughs> I, I fell asleep. Uh-huh. I, I was going to ask who were the first two guys in. The first two guys were um, the Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler was one. Andre the Giant was two. <laughs> and the Iron Sheik was three. His, mum, his mummified corpse they brought out, wheeled him out there. Still came in second. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, have you ever tried they to still couldn't throw him over the, the top. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You lift up dead weight, it's impossible. <laughs> Well, there's big news about Ronda Rousey. That touches the sports world. A report came out that she might be done after this year's WrestleMania. Did you know that she was in the WWE? Yeah, I heard something about that. And um, Yeah. Well, she is, and she's the current women's champion. Oh, and... so she was given another title like she just was randomly given the title in UFC, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's still entertainment, and you know, the name carries weight, I guess. So they yeah. put the they, they put the strap on her right away, and of course, she's had it for about a year. And the reports were that it was a one-year deal; she might be done after this year's Mania. So you know, it's hard to talk wrestling when you guys don't care. You know what? I'm calling Mike Green. Okay. <laughs> well, well. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything about wrestling. I I just don't. I, don't. I, I haven't I haven't watched a, a wrestling thing. I think the last 
event I watched was was something at ML's house, like when we were state officers. <laughs> I, I remember being there. That was nineteen, <laughs> twenty years ago. So yeah. was that was that the one where Tyson was the special ref? That was, that was <laughs> WrestleMania fourteen in Boston. X rated. <laughs> I was there. I was in attendance for that. Oh man, yes. But I, I remember. I remember going to ML's house to to watch that. Yes. Well, it's crazily enough. All the same people are still there. It's still made. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's all the same people. So did yeah. um, did Shane McMahon win something by the way at WrestleMania Shane, or uh, Shane Mc- Royal Rumble? Shane McMahon won the tag team titles with the Miz, Rick's favorite wrestler. I don't like him. I don't Shane like O'Mac him. Or... Well, no, 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 no. I love Shane O'Mac. He's my all-time favorite. I don't like the Miz, and I'll tell you why. Seems very fake. I don't buy his gimmick. I don't like it. I need realism, you know? I need I need someone to come from parts unknown who was born in a voodoo hut that has magical <laughs> powers and can rise from the dead. That's very believable to me. But a reality star that's living his dream as a professional wrestler, boring. Don't buy it. Do they need more real-world people, like actually from the real world uh, on the show, like, to come in and like beat up The Miz? Like Puck and Pedro? <laughs> Oh, Pedro, Pedro, might, Pedro might be. Pedro, Pedro I don't know Pedro, about. Pedro, Pedro might be mummified being rolled down to the ring too. Yeah. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if Puck is dead too. But right. And remember, I, remember, and remember, was it Cy, Was it Silas that slapped that lady in Seattle? I think. You guys, you didn't watch the Real World either. Oh man, I vaguely remember that. The, the only real-world thing I've ever seen was Finley and I were on the red line, and this is when they had real-world Boston. And two of the people started fighting on the train, and the producers of the show was actually telling people to act, like, more surprised, but no one could give a rat's ass that these two people were yelling at each other in the middle of the red line. But there was, like, a full camera crew and sound guys? Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, you're saying that that... that scuffle was manufactured oh possibly was yes that's disappointing (laughs) (laughs) sorry to burst your bubble about reality tv i feel the same way about live pd but rick doesn't believe me i think it's fake (laughs) i i think i've only watched it a little bit and i was actually i was watching the other day a little bit but i just it it, maybe i caught a non-exciting part because it wasn't very exciting when i was watching it so but you don't you don't like domestic violence and meth heads yelling <laughs> yeah. at each other? Yes. That's what 90% of it is. Well, the part I caught is they were um, they were looking for a guy in the woods. And they were, you just saw, like, flashlights flashing <laughs> everywhere. They're, and all of a sudden, like, you know, they're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And you couldn't understand what the other officer was saying. And the one guy would run over because to where they were. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, they run over and they're like, oh, I was just calling to see if you were still around or something like that. And I was just like, okay. And, and then the um, – the announcer came in and said, "We have to cut to a break." And they <laughs> went. To- very dramatic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was. Like, and I'm turning the channel. So. Yeah, TV. Um, maybe maybe you're right about not having a TV. There's not there's not many good shows on it anymore. <laughs> you you keep twisting. This is I have a TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have a TV in the sense that like I have good blood pressure. 
Like, all right, so I don't have a TV in. Like, neither of those things are true, but we tell people that they are. Well, all I know is I can still watch the Super Bowl because it's on broadcast TV. So that's all I need to know. And will you? Uh, Assuming I'm home from Oklahoma in time, yes. No, you will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. (laughs) I I hope not. I hope I'm I'm coming back. So maybe you can catch a Thunder game. You can see Paul George live. So that was one thing I looked up. When I said, "All right, Tulsa's booked. Let's see what's going around." The Thunder are out of town. Uh, the Sooners are out of town. The Green Wave of Tulsa are out of town. I was like, "All right, I can't even do anything. <laughs> Everything's what out of town." What about OSU? OSU basketball. Uh, I think it was too far away to go. So I don't. Uh, Tulsa Oilers are their AHL team. Oh, see, I'll have to maybe I can take a look at that. So. But yeah, so there was so I was looking to see there's three casinos and some breweries in Tulsa, and that's going to be about the extent of my free time there with with Garish. So, and I know Garish yeah, is all about yeah. casinos. You'll hit all three casinos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> when the uh, the official session ends on Saturday night at like midnight, Garish is gonna be like, "All right, let's go to gambling." <laughs> yeah, he's gonna ask you to skip out a little early. Yeah, that sounds that sounds familiar. That seems like it's a. <laughs> Hey, we did that for a, for an LTC meeting. We we had a we had a fifteen minute LTC meeting. Ended up at Mohegan, and I walked away with like eighteen hundred dollars. So I mean, Garish had Garish had a pretty good day too. That's a good meeting. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say you left LTC in the middle of the night, drove down to Connecticut, and then drove back. <laughs> no, we would have just drove over to Maine to the uh, the casino over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving in the middle of the night, that's strictly reserved for Curry College or whatever the fuck we are. Nichols. 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 Nichols College. Yes, Nichols College. Did we get their bison head back? Uh, I believe they did, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, we are not going back to Nichols this year. So Is, is that your executive decision? Or? Is this breaking news? Um, I, I guess it all depends how public this is, but we're not going back to Nichols. Um, Back to UMass Dartmouth. No, <laughs> so we're End still we're still End trying to yeah. yeah, we're still trying to finalize exactly where we're going. We think we have the location, but it's not a hundred percent sure yet. Um, but um, Brandeis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandeis would be way too expensive for Conclave. I can tell you that. So, um, but yeah, so I'm pretty confident there are not going to be too many demolays listening to this podcast. But um, the um, the the theme. Just do like, just do like North Shore Community. They have, we, campuses, they have campuses everywhere. <laughs> so where are we going to sleep? Really? At home. And everyone, yeah. can... <laughs> everyone can stay at Rex Place. Yeah. yeah. There we go. So it's a uh, retro video game theme this year. Okay. So As um, much as I hate the themes, I appreciate that one. Okay, good, good. Um, so we're going to be possibly having like a, um, a quote-unquote convention hall. So you'll walk in as if you're going to like, you know – E3 or whatever, and like, oh, there's a NES booth, and there's a Super Nintendo booth, and here's a PS, a PlayStation booth, or a PS2 booth, or whatever it might be, Sega Genesis, uh, and then we're going to have, hopefully have actual systems, and then we're going to try to have some emulators as well, uh, so people can play, and then have a couple of, couple of on like, you know, big, big screen TVs for people to watch, and uh, we might try to have like actual speakers come in, and um, something along those lines, and um, Are you gonna have the guys that made Demolay the game come in talk? Oh God! <laughs> I mean, that's we'll start... only only if they show a Knight's Tale. Again. 
<laughs> so that was mentioned at our meeting on Sunday as as a joke. Um, it was funny because um, only like three people in the room knew it. All these like new kids don't know don't really know that I think anymore. So they were like, what are you talking about? Demolay medieval knights or whatever, whatever the thing was called. Oh, God. Um, Wait, but yeah, so, so you mean the Knights Templars parachuting from a plane and landing on a skateboard to do a 360 grind on the castle walls. That's, that's not and headshot and headshot a bunch of people too. <laughs> you couldn't even do that. How did that not work? How did it not work? Because it was like, uh, 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 when you're <laughs> moving, <laughs> you might as well have been playing the original NES. And you're, they're still cashing those checks. You're probably still writing checks to that stupid company. Uh, I don't. I don't think so anymore. That's Boston for sure. Light. Yeah, that's oh. So. <clears throat> what a disaster. But one of the things we might need help with is uh, we might be doing uh, Raspberry Pi building. Okay. So. We're looking, yeah, you don't know, you're going to be actually making a Raspberry Pi, Seth. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, so Sean, you are more than welcome to come back, and uh, it might be a uh, a free trip for you to come back if you're interested as well. There we go. See? Raspberry That's Pi. That's a Raspberry Pi. the fuck is that? It's a computer. Yeah. That thing is a computer? Yeah. So on that, I've got um, RetroPie, which has basically every single emulator for any video game system. Right. For Christmas, we bought Hobbs the um, Nintendo Mini, the NES Mini thing. Yeah, the classic. Yeah, and um, I put it up, I, I just set it up in my room. I told him he's not going to ever get to, get to use it because <laughs> it's mine now. But I'll tell you what, I regret that because Nintendo games suck. Well, the the thing with the classic is you get 30 games. And they for... also... There's like three good ones. Well, yeah, there's three good ones, but you pay the the Raspberry Pi costs thirty five bucks. And what does it do? It's Every, it's a computer. A well, thing yeah, does? anything. Well, I have on that. I have a ColecoVision, uh, Commodore sixty four, Atari twenty six hundred, Nintendo Super Nintendo Genesis, all that. Okay, on so, that. so you buy that little brick thing, yep. and then you can like download any type of emulator. Yeah, you you basically got to set up. It's called Re- RetroPie, so okay. it's a it's an emulator, and you put it on there, and you basically set it up, and you go and you just download the games, and you play it on. You can hook up a Bluetooth. I have a uh, a PlayStation Three Bluetooth controller hooked up to it, and that's so my that video controller, game controller can can control all the games from all from cross systems. Yep. Interesting. And that has like an HDMI out on it, so you can plug it right into yeah. your TV or computer, and you play from that. Yeah. So you got, yeah, you got HDMI out. Uh, well, I did not know that. And you got four USB. I mean, you can even connect just regular USB controllers too. Right. To so, but yeah, so we're looking into possibly having kids build that to then put the the retro emulators on them. Um, oh, cool. So you can, so they can, you know, leave Conclave with something like that. Um, yeah, they're dirt cheap and they're good. Not only just that, I mean, it's a good. If you have any kids that are interested in any sort of computer stuff too, it's it's also you can do pretty much anything if you go onto Raspberry Pi's website. Like people build, I've seen like MLB scoreboards. Um, they'll do smart mirrors where your mirror just has. 
hey, this is today is January 29th. This is what you have on your schedule, and here's the weather kind of deal. And so when you like say that. build, are you talking about like build like coding build or like soldering metal together like motherboards build? You can you can do the the soldering part if you want to build something off of it. Basically, the Raspberry Pi is a board. Yeah. And you just, it's like a it's like the size of a credit card, like you can see in there. It's okay. just a board, but it has like you can you can you can see the pins, right there. Like you can you can do electronics projects on it and stuff like that. So you can build stuff out. But basically, from the sound, what they're doing, they're just gonna throw the operating system on it and then set up set up RetroPie, which but is John, the how directions. Are gonna, how are you gonna get like that case thing that like? The plastic. So you can buy that case, so you can, yeah. um, you you can, the the actual computer, like Sean said, it's like a credit card size, and it's it's like a a little tiny motherboard type of thing. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. <clears throat> yeah, so that's thirty five bucks, and then the case is like five bucks or something ten, like that. Yeah, five to ten bucks, depending on what you get. So I mean, so build quote unquote, it's like you basically just put it into the case and close it, and now you have a computer yeah. built. Um, yeah, and it's exactly what it is. Yeah, and you, and you get and you get a memory you get a memory card. So right. I've got a, uh, I've got like a an old memory card like out of one of my old phones. Like I got a thirty two gig, and that's your that's your quote unquote hard drive. But so you buy the the motherboard like pre installed with all the emulators. You can, but they'll it's 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 a scam. Like if people are like oh I can get you. Any game you want on there, but you got to pay me a hundred bucks when. So they're making like fifty bucks off of it. Because you can download them for free if you did it yeah. yourself. Right. Yeah. Okay. So once you once you get the the computer quote unquote built, you can download the stuff because it has Wi-Fi built in or an Ethernet port built yeah. in. So you download the stuff and you hook up a keyboard or a mouse or a controller or whatever, and then hook it up to a, a monitor or a computer or a, a yeah. screen or whatever, and then you have this credit card size computer um yeah so that, what is this all so, so what is this going to cost the coffers of dmla is this is this is this going to be another blank check like we gave to the dmla game people no no we no, don't you know just run to micro center and you can you can get or i'm sure you think you can buy a bunch of them off of amazon, amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so we're um we're actually we're looking into buying some of them, and then we're not sure if we're going to charge kids like half the cost and some of it we built in or whatnot. But you know, when when it's said and done to build one of these, it's like Sean said, like forty, fifty dollars max. So, um, so, so you have so 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 Demolay, and correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like you've just completely abandoned all forms of athletics, and you're just now going into computer so, games. Video games, what the kids want to do now. So, not necessarily no. Um, part we'll of still our have the wonderful volleyball tournament. Uh, we hope so. Yes, assuming the, that, the uh, facility that's not campus. On yet. That'll be on emulator in a year. <laughs> oh, it is. Right. Um, <laughs> you can emulate the uh, 1998 Demolay volleyball tournament <laughs> from UMass Dartmouth. <laughs> um, so, one of the things we're doing is we might have like an, the athlete of the day bring it back, but have you know you would do the. Um, the hot shot basketball, but then you would go on and play NBA Jam and get a score on that, and then you That's would not then. Athlete of the day. Well, you should just do e athlete of the day at that point. Well, I mean, it, it's going to be a, a mix. So, That's and then you'd have the have the hundred yard dash. That. That's what it should be. Do what oh again? 
You yeah, take no, the Jack Hunt Zapper. John's right. It's, it's you've just become an esport athlete of the day now. That's what it is. Well, so then we're gonna have the hundred yard dash, and then we're gonna get the on, end of on, on what the Nintendo Track and Field the, pad. The pad. Well, no, yeah, so, the pad. so yes, we're gonna but we're gonna do actually on the track. You do the hundred yard dash, and then after that, you go onto the Nintendo pad and you do like the hurdles, um, <clears throat> and then um, so it's gonna be a mix. So you know, awesomely you bad. you do um. I don't know, like you used to do like the softball throw. I don't know, do the softball throw, then you do a home run derby on something or other. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, so so a different thing like that. So it's gonna be a combination, but um but but yes. Well I am sorry for you and the state of DMLA in twenty nineteen. See what happens when I'm no longer athletics director. <laughs> Just close the doors, shut the blinds. Do you know who uh, the new uh, athletic director is? I heard Stoney. <laughs> yeah, he's back. Oh, wow. So. Remember when Rick was athletic director and he had to resign in disgrace because of all the fights that were happening <laughs> at every tournament? <laughs> and uh, Jack Daly threatened to beat him up in the parking lot in Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> they got his stereo stolen. <laughs> I, that very well might have been the downfall of Rick because uh, there was a theft, there was a uh, a threatened to be beaten up, and then there was a um a, a shocker T-shirt worn by the shocker T-shirt. <laughs> that was still the best. Oh man. So. Yep. Yeah. That was that was, that was quite a day. Was that all? So, Jesus. Yeah. So so do we want to do a quick uh, state of the state of the MIPA? Kind of thing. Oh yeah, State of the Union address for sure. Yeah. So um, the the rule the rule suggestions that I'm seeing in the chat have been phenomenal. By the way, um, two hundred dollars and what was it? You get you get nine ninety five a win and you've got to pay like twenty bucks a loss or something. <laughs> like the, the the price structuring for for next year's season will be quite interesting. Um, I I personally, when it comes to if we want to up the dues. I have no problem with that. Uh, we we still have a waiting list to get into the league. So, so every year I, we're thriving. Yeah. Do you have that every official year. list? Well, can I make a suggestion? I I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. That uh, when it comes to waiting lists, those people have to pay to keep their name on that list. So you might want to reach out to that waiting list and say, Hey, listen, the Hooters draft does not come cheap. <laughs> you want to maintain your spot on that well, list. Well, well, now that we've got to pay for two of you guys to, yeah, that's a to, enjoy, to, enjoy, to enjoy Chuck E. Cheese, I guess, was the last suggestion <laughs> I heard we were going to go. So it's the, the the personal MIPA license, and that entitles you to yeah. come to the draft um, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and be part of the second thread of, of, of the chat. You see yeah. how the sausage is made. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I, that's actually not a bad idea. I'll reach out to 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 the the five or six people that that want to join. That I get a message like every August. It, it, you know, it, it, did someone quit? <laughs> Is that list public? No. No. Okay. There's a there's a few. I mean, it's green. It's there's a few other pe- there's a few other people like um he might have stopped, but there was a there was one of the the guys at um, Connecticut. Uh, Dimole, who at LTC would ask every year at LTC if, if we had an open spot. Um, is Jamie one of the list? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, Jamie's Jamie Jamie is not on the list. <laughs> what a what a weird what a weird moment in time. Well, well, the funny thing I, I'm seeing is is you know other leagues that I know that that I know of are copying things we do. Like the first year we did the owners meeting. There was like two or three other ones. Oh, that's a great idea. And then I, I was in one of the leagues. Oh, we're going to have like an end of the year owners meeting. Like, all right, you know, and, and the joke about the waiting lists and stuff like that, that they, that they do. Oh, yeah, people want to join our league. I was like, yeah, we got a 14-team league, and we could probably easily extend it to 20 tomorrow. No yeah. problem. So, I mean, the, the, the state of the union is, is very well. So, um. <laughs> And, and in my my 15 or so years as MIPA commissioner, going back to the the Yahoo one, that one year, which which I think um, Ryan McGinnis was it was pissed at me after that because he wanted to create the keeper league, but I guess I did it first and I didn't realize it that he wanted to do that. So I guess yeah, he was mad at me. That's why he never joined MIPA. Interesting. It's, okay. It's, yeah. So I'm the proud champion of that one year in Yahoo. Yes, you you beat you beat the Bizbot who had no no. Did you beat? Oh, maybe it was Maniachi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe be Joe be busy because she basically had um uh, she had Manning's fifty touchdown season that year. Yep, that was basically her team was Manning with the fifty TDs. Right. So interesting. So, so I'm glad to hear that the uh, the state of Mepa is strong. So that, that's yes. good to hear. I. I <laughs> I think the um, the hundred dollar buy in is gonna have to come under serious consideration. I think that was like the of all the ones that's obviously the, you know the most. I think we'll get most traction. Yeah, I, I I see no problem with that, and I don't I don't have an issue with the like I I do kind of like the fact that maybe paying off weekly weekly winners because I mean the, a lot of the league a lot of the league is high scoring too. So, you know, you got you got a lot of people that will make some sort of money back. It might not they might not get their their fees back, but they'll get something back towards it. And with the inception of the the Hooters Invitational this year, um, <laughs> and just putting it out there both because there was a screw up on my behalf because of um, I was sleeping at three o'clock in the morning on week seventeen in Japan. That both you guys, you and Mike, will be will be paid for at Hooters. So. But but only but only one of us gets to wear the sash. Well, yeah, you get the sash. Right. Okay. Are, are we getting so so when we if and when the other thing too is is we need to really discuss a trophy. We we talk about it for like five minutes at the beginning of the season or after the draft and then and then nothing happens. So I think at this point during the off season, I'm gonna get a trophy. I'll I'll put together a trophy. Um, we'll, we'll definitely get something like a Stanley cup sort of thing where, you know, all past winners are on it and stuff like that. And bring does it, it to have to be, can, are you taking suggestions as to what type of tangible item it, it, it can be, or does it have yeah, to, I have, I have no problem with what, with whatever I, I'm open to any suggestions. Okay. Well, what's so, your suggestion, any, Seth? Are we going to well, give a toilet bowl to someone or something no, like I've, that? I've always, I've always been fascinated and it's, all right, this could be out there, but I feel like we have enough ingenuity within the chat to make this happen. What I picture is uh, like a league-wide uh, team photo. You know, like when the football teams have the team photos, and it's like every player on the roster is like 
like in a row. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like on bleachers and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on the bleachers and stuff. So we get something like that, but with like no faces, right? And every season, the winning owner gets to have his face photoshopped as one of the players. And each year, you keep photoshopping another another owner, another owner. And all the way down the line, and it keeps adding and adding until eventually you have a photoshopped poster that's like 12 by 12 feet with like 40 different people on it. And, you know, it could be repeat owners. You'd have different faces. So this is like the... Do, um, do the... we put it... Do we bring this into Hooters and just hang, hang exactly. it up as a banner? <laughs> ceremony of like pasting yeah. the face onto the, onto the body? <laughs> so this is like the... the um, putting up our... Who, who, who the draft pick is... Yes. Yeah, we could take that down and put up our own banner. So this is like the um the Madden bus where they have like the Sunday night football bus. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly like that. The I feel like, bus. And and you know, I think there's enough um you know, that's original enough that we can claim that as our own intellectual property. It's not just another, you know, cheap bowling trophy refurbished as a fantasy football trophy that gets passed around. Cuz then, you know, the trophy it gets like broken in the mail and Whatever, you have to pay for the engraving as opposed to just, you know, rolling up the, a piece the, of poster. The, the, the other thing with the trophy will be that if, um, yeah, the, the engraving will be taken care of as part of the, the dues and Ooh. stuff. There, there won't be, the person who wins won't be, in you know, in charge of that. And um, the trophy will be probably given at draft to draft just to make it easier. Okay, so you have to show up with the trophy yes. and present it back to the league. Yes, because I don't want to chase you because I will hunt down and get the trophy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> now, is the is there an obligation of the owner that ha that has the trophy to take it to various events throughout the year and display it in picture form? Absolutely. Take it wherever. I mean, you know, maybe we'll even get a, a little, uh, it'll be like a cup at the top and you can drink various, various, whatever, whatever brewery you're at that week you get to drink from. <laughs> So uh, the the other there was um, yeah so so the the way we're gonna break down like the payments and everything we can figure that all out if people want to do it um, yet again in the chat if everyone wants to uh, you know during the off season don't care if you, at any point you want to put together a suggestion for a new rule I have you know have no issue with that and we can vote on it at any point um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the week of the draft or at the draft like it has been in past years. Um, the, the other thing, expanding on the trophy, was there was a rumor between Finley and Fahey that if Fahey won three years in a row, or won three years in general, that um, he was going to get a, a champion's belt as part of it. In so, lieu of a trophy? Or at in, yeah, so, so the trophy and you get you get a strap, too. Oh, 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 a three-time winner strap. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, but any anybody so but then it can't just be a three time at some point. I would say at three feet you get a belt. Probably. Right, 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 right. I I don't like to brag, but if it was a uh, three time champion, I would have to have a belt. <laughs> well, that's not. There's there, eventually. Yeah, does count? Ah, oh, yes, it does. <laughs> there will be too many three time champions if it's not yeah. executive. It'll be like the five timers club on SNL. Which some people are doing it within a season now, it seems like. Right, right. 
Good old SNL talk, Seth. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't. So, so is there anything, any other changes you guys would like to see with the league? I know, I know, Seth has been screwed out of um, that last playoff spot <laughs> two years now, and 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 both those times were my fault, by the way. <laughs> strongly worded letter is still coming your way I'm still crafting it okay i have roger stone typing it up as we speak <laughs> I, I would be against any playoff expansion i think i like the way it's situated as it is right yeah, now keep it at six yeah i have no problem with that yeah so even though it might screw seth out for the next year as well yeah. um hey fuck you man <laughs> Um, well, I, I, there, there have been people that have, have made comments about um, getting changing because everyone plays everyone once during the season. So you can do a head-to-head or you can do um, the points, how many points you've scored in, in the season. As the tiebreaker you're talking about? As the, tie, as the tiebreaker. That's the tiebreaker right now is how many points you've scored in the season. That's the, right. that's the tiebreaker for the playoffs. And when we get to the playoffs, the tiebreaker is who's the higher seed. Right. So that's how last year, I think it was John and Brian that tied, and John yeah. was the one seed, I think. So he yep. went through. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. so you're saying make the tiebreaker for the playoffs, whoever happens to be tied, whoever won that particular matchup. Well, we can for, – for playoff – playoffs, I, I, I think the only easy way is to keep it the, the seeding. Um, yeah, because you, you you've more. earned, yeah, you've earned that seed. Right. So right. that's your, that's your, your one extra point. So essentially you're starting out one, nothing. I, I could see the seeding be head to head for, for tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's and, what I meant. Yeah. The way, right. the way that we have it right now is it's set up. So however, the seeding goes, um, like last year, last, this past season, I think I lost to ML, but we tied in record. Well, someone, yeah, I think I tied with someone, and they would have had the higher seat, or they would right. have knocked me out, or something. Right, right. And then, yeah. So, uh, so two tied records. Team A has the regular season matchup victory, but Team B has the higher total points. Yeah. Who's who's the higher seed? Right now, it's the team with the more with more points. Okay, not the regular season. Not the head to head matchup. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure if I can edit. I, I know there's an edit for for tiebreakers um, in the thing, but um, I'm not sure. I I, I could have sworn that in previous playoffs that I can edit the the playoff bracket, so I can arrange it so it becomes like the Hooters Invitational and stuff like that. That I so can like you could I can fix up. or something. Yeah, re reseeds and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, I mean, I don't I don't know. I think that's has, that does that hasn't seemed to have been an issue in the last few no, years. No, it, it, for the most part, it, it comes up, it, the, the, the real time it comes up is when it when it affects you negatively. It seems like right. the, the only time, and it's not even like a bitch. It's, it's right. you know, it's a, ah, you know, ah, crap, you know, I beat this person, but, you know, they had more points. Right. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm indifferent to that change. I mean, I, yeah. I think if, it, if it, either way, I'd be fine with how it is. If it stays yeah. or if we change how, how it head guys, head. So we were we're two years in now to the new defenses. Yeah. How do you feel about the new defensive scoring? I hate it. Okay. So you want to go back to the way it was where you start out with 15 points, and as soon as a team scores on you, you're down to like eight? 
No, I don't think I don't think I like that either. Um, we've I, there are some other leagues that I'm in where they've they've tried to um, really weigh defensive points more heavily than defensive performance. Okay. Where like you know the sacks are still worth one or even a half, the takeaways mm-hmm. are two or whatever. But like a shutout is a plus twenty or something yeah. along those lines where. It's still standard scoring unless your defense really showed up to play. Because right now, the way it's set up, your defense could pitch a shutout but get no sacks and get no turnovers, and you get zero points. Mm. And I just don't, I think that's inherently unfair. I mean, your defense, you picked a defense that, yes, you're drafting them for turnovers and for plays, but really you're drafting a defense to not give up points. So right now, if, if, if a defense gives, gives up zero points, you don't get any points for that yeah there's there's nothing so the it's only thing i yeah the only thing i have set up right now is with, with when it comes to points and yards is if you give up more than 41 points you get like a minus three or five or something right. and if you give up more than 500 yards you get another like minus three so if you you get torched you know 40 you know the, the one thing that sucks is is that that rams chiefs game Whoever had the Rams and the Chiefs defenses both probably ended up with negative points that night. Right. But yeah, so you could, there were you multiple could, takeaways and multiple yeah. attacks. Yeah. So I mean, the the way it was going before was, especially with the new NFL and, and Seth. A lot of this, I mean, you know, a lot of this stuff was done. A lot of the scoring setup was done our first year. Right. So I didn't touch anything when it came to came to scoring, other than we changed to PPR. That's the only right. thing that's been changed besides the defensive scoring. And I can always, you know, we can always talk about adjusting it that, all right, teams are going to get scored, you know, all, all teams score in the, in the 20s, low 30s. Right. So, you know, you, you know, for up to, you keep a team under 10 or 14 points, all right, you might get five or six points for that because that's considered like a shutout. Yeah, and if you pick right. a shutout, plus 15 points or something like that. Yeah. And the same I... with the adage. I like the setup of the defenses building their points as opposed to yeah. them being taken away. Yeah, but the problem is with that is it's, it's you can't you can't do the building if you if you're setting it up with scoring. You, okay, so you can't add those points at the end of the game. It doesn't automatically. No, because it's automatically going to say, "Oh, you're at z- you." So you're you know the Patriots are playing the Bills and the, it's zero zero. Right. The Patriots have twenty points right now. Right. And then, all right, after a touchdown, or what it used to be was 15, and after a field goal or a touchdown, it dropped to 10 or 9. Right. right. And then from there, it just dwindled lower and lower. And then it, I think it was like if you scored more than like 40 points, you were already in you were already in the negatives. 38 or 40 points, you were in the negatives. I, mean, yeah. I have no problem with it going backwards. I mean, it made it a little confusing sometimes because you looked at it and you're like, mm-hmm. all right, my defense has 15 points, but you forgot that yeah. it was the first quarter and they just started playing. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, the projections get screwed up too. So if do, you're looking yeah. at a projection and you get that extra 15 points and you're like, wait, now I'm projected to win when, oh, yes, the G- the defense started. That's why. Right, right. But, I mean, I, I agree. If you get a shutout, you should get bonus points in, in some way or uh, less than 100 yards allowed, you should get points. Mm. And then – or maybe we adjust the points system there. Like you said, if, if you allow less than 10 points, you get five points or, or whatever it is. And the shutouts yeah, the other for thing 10. The too is, is I can go in at the end of, end of any game and I can fix the score. <clears throat> yeah, that's a lot of work, though. 
each yeah. week. Every, I mean, so I think you have to just sort of figure out what the average score is of of the season or the previous season, and if it's like 25 points, then start that as your baseline. So anything north mm. of 25 would be like a negative in some way, and anything under would be a positive in some way because you yeah. held them to you know less than the league average. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I. I, I know think, the uh, other. I know the other complaint was was sacks for some reason, uh, quarterbacks. Well, right, quarterbacks taking sacks. Yeah. Right. So that's that's a, that's a standard scoring thing where it was minus one, that it was uh, or um yeah they, a sack is minus one and I think an interception is minus two, which played into one night me versus Justin where the Patriots are playing the Bengals. I had Carson Palmer. Shows you how long ago this was. <laughs> He gets the first down and then throws a pick, and I lose by one. Right. <laughs> so I think you know the interceptions. That's definitely on the quarterbacks. That you know. Yeah. You know, or like a lost fumble. That's on the quarterback. But yeah. you know, a blindside sack where the guy had no chance of getting out of the way. I don't think that should be a minus one on on the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, we can we can take a look at whatever the scoring is and, and adjust accordingly to the you know the NFL. It, it, like last year seemed to be the first year that the scoring system was actually talked about at length besides, you know, saying, Hey, do we want to do something about the defense? Because defenses are giving up 30 points a game. And the, you know, a lot of these defenses are now in the negative numbers. Right. So it's at this point, it's like you're, you're cause you are going to, you were at, I felt that there was going to be at some point, there was going to be someone who was like, all right, I've got a playoff chance on a line or a, 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 a first round buy. I'm not, right. uh, yeah, I'm not rostering a defense. And then we get into that situation where, yes, you need to roster. It's not officially like we we we've discussed about having an actual constitution, but for the for the most part, the rule when it comes to rostering something is my feeling is is if you paid for the league, you can do what you want. So if someone isn't, you know, so if if we had a situation where it was a personal, there was a personal issue, um. And someone wasn't rostering a full team. There was guys on buys, and and their fantasy team was the last thing on their minds. And I felt, hey, you know, they paid, so I have no issue with that. But it also comes into the consideration where if this team started out five and zero, oh, and then all of a sudden, you know, and, and and you and if I lost to them, and I'm fighting for a first round buy, and they're just now giving up, you know, games to other things where that's the other the the problem we have. Right. I mean, the fairness in that aspect is pretty much exactly what you said, is if they're rostering their team halfway through the season and collecting wins, that would yeah. suck for the end of the year. People are just racking up free free yeah. victories. But that goes into, I think, the problem that the league is, I don't know, maybe starting to have, or maybe it's always been that way, that it seemed to me like teams were, for the most part, tanking out of the gate this year. I mean, it was. Yeah, this year, this year, the previous years, it hasn't been. It's like fucking week one. People were yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. away their no, best no, players. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Previous years, we haven't had the we haven't had the suck for luck as blatant as it was. Yeah. So um, you think this was an outlier? ML. Yeah, this year, yeah. Trading away the best player in the league before yeah. the first fucking game had been played. I mean, we've had screw ups where people have dropped players and stuff like that and you know oh you know like i think one year i dropped i dropped mendenhall because he was he was like fourth on the depth chat 
and then all of a sudden he's he's the starting running back. And I'm right. like, oh, well, they, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, there, there hasn't been – I feel for the most part everyone rosters a team. Everyone um, – you know, and and if and for the most part, because it is a, a friendly, you know, we've all known each other twenty years. That it has, it's not a problem where, hey, Justin's going for the one seed. I want to knock his ass out, you know, stuff like that, you know, or no one's gonna blatantly, you know, blatantly lose. You know, the the other factor is is you know we we do have a pretty decent roster size when it comes to things too. So there there. It's not as bad as Dynasty, but we have a lot of you know. There's you, the for the most part the waiver wire isn't isn't huge unless it's a hey this running back went down or this quarterback went down next right. guy up. Yeah, it's a lot you of three players. Yeah, but I don't think I, for the most part I think this year was probably the first year where it was like you know blatant talk after week three that all right well we know how this is going. Right. Yeah, week three sounds about right when I was like, all right, I'm because <laughs> like, well, like for me too, like Le'Veon Bell, I was like, all right, I don't think he's coming back. I'm gonna sell while yeah. I can. And David Johnson, yeah. thank you, Seth. I was like, I don't think he's gonna do anything for me. So I was like, I'm yeah. gonna get rid of him while I can get still get something. And yeah. you know what I thought was gonna be a great season immediately turned into a very bad one. So, so we yeah. should institute I- a lemon law policy where. <laughs> Owners get a four-week period that they can return without no prejudice. Well, we've we've had to do that once in the the league. I think it was a trade between Will and Brian, and they made the trade. It was preseason, and the guy, uh, whoever whoever Will traded to or Brian traded to Will, the next day in practice, like blew out his ACL, and so we had to put through a hey, you know, can we reverse this? you know, kind of, kind of thing. And for the most part, like I said, it's, you know, we're, we're competitive, but we're not assholes about it. Right. You know, so, so it, it, you know, it, the, the thing got reversed and, and stuff like, cause it was, there was the draft pick. I think there was a draft pick or something involved. But that injury occurred, like it was still during the two day waiting period too. So I think that's why we're able to re- all vote no on it too. Wasn't yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying it wasn't that they requested it, it was that it was vetoed because it was like a it was a season altering trade. Injury. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like you know on, on Monday they made the trade and Tuesday morning the guy was out yeah. or Monday night yeah. that happened or some whatever it was. So like it was like yeah, it's Achilles or something. Yeah, and they just yeah. So we were like, all right, well that's you know not fair. Yeah. So, but um. Yeah, no, I mean, for the for the most part, I mean, any like I said, anyone's got rules. The more than welcome to bring up in the chat, um, and and we can we can all vote on it and decide and see what. I mean, we can go back to the scoring and see whatever fixes or any changes need to be made. I mean, I don't I don't think that there's many. It seems to, you know it's it's definitely the most um, difficult league to navigate I think um, out of all the leagues I'm in and I've heard other people in that chat say the same thing mm. it's because of the like you said the roster size the owner size and just the sort of caveats in the league the little twists and turns of the league it being a keeper plus draft pick considerations mm. you know, plus the scoring intricacies I, being- I really wish ESPN would, would get their heads out of their asses about draft pick trades right yeah 
that's the one thing that's that that annoys me year in year out is that they just don't they don't ha- and every year I email them asking hey have you guys done anything so we can do in season draft pick trades and right. I continue to get the the hey read our help section of this and it's like all right you guys obviously aren't even don't even care at right. this point but to that point because the because this league has all of those um, intricacies that's I think why the league fee should probably go up. Because mm. it shouldn't be on par with every other league. Yeah. I mean, pretty much for the most part, every league is is a fifty dollar standard fee. Mm. That's what pretty much everybody pays. Yeah. So, you know, to be a prideful member of this institution, you should have to pay for that for that membership. Yeah, there was a guy in Japan. He um, was originally from Newark, and he was trying to get me in in one of his leagues. And I guess they're they're like a it's a keeper league, um, and they're like. 350 bucks for the league. So, yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem with, with raising raising the rates of um, of playing and stuff, so. All right, 350 it is, John. <laughs> sound, the, sound the alarm, breaking news, Siren. Yeah, right. Well, I think, like, the other thing, too, is, like, you know, uh, like, you know, I know Rick's mentioned this as well. He'd be more than happy to have it going up because he can just ditch some other leagues that aren't as yeah. interesting, and I I agree with that. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Dynasty is one of those for me that I might be, and a lot of people are kind of like, uh. Well, I mean, do we really want to get into a whole Dynasty reform talk? Do we have another three hours? No, no, we don't have time for tonight. <laughs> no, we don't have time for that. Let me, sure. ask, let me ask one you, more when question. When you get when you get when you get that commissioner on, you guys can have the. Right. the Here we go. Let me get, let me ask one more question before we go. I don't have anything in the works in regards to this, but what is the position on multiple owner teams? Do you allow for I have, that? I have no problem if you want to go in with someone else. Um, okay. Personally, I don't care. If, so, if other people have an issue with it, then they can, you know, they can bring it up. But for the most part, I, I don't care if you share, you share your team with someone. Um, the, the problem we had in the past was we had... We we like I brought in I brought in teams like Brett was was part of the league for one year, and left and didn't even pay. <laughs> like he still owes me fifty bucks. Classic Brett. <laughs> yeah yeah so, he he asked if I wanted to see his snatch and I said no I just need the fifty bucks. <laughs> but you did see his tumor. <laughs> well yeah everyone's seen the tumor. You gotta see the tumor. <laughs> so, um, so yeah I mean. If if it's a if it's a money thing, all right. But if you want to get, I mean, if you have someone join with you, like if you say, you know, you're gonna have Hobbs help you for whatever reason, just a, you know, I'm not saying, you know, because he'll probably help you get into the playoffs. Can't do anywhere. But, <laughs> but oh, by the way, Hobbs, we have no draft picks next year, so good luck with that. <laughs> but if you if you do that, it doesn't guarantee that they're gonna get in. So using this as a yeah. Oh, I can if I can join up with you. I'm I'm a shoo-in to get you know if you if you decide hey I don't want to have the team anymore. That's also going to coincide with your partner. Okay, so it's like joint tenancy where yeah. there is no there's okay so there's no right of survivorship there. Yeah. It's yeah. like one. Like when that's one how guy's I feel. If, if the if the other if the rest of the league wants to vote. Like the reason why I don't vote is because we got fourteen, and I could possibly make it a tie. No, no, so I, I like abstain. I yeah. I like that you're trying to avoid like the nepotism of bringing in co-owners just to hand it off to them at some point. 
Yeah. They should have to wait. Well, you know, I, I think it would be like Seth is the owner, but like has an, an assistant owner, not a co-owner. Yeah. Would be the thing like that. So whoever it would so be, it if doesn't. I, if, if I paid the league fee, but then also paid, say, someone like like Mike Mayock to run my my Mipple League, <laughs> I'm just the figurehead, and he does all the transactions. But I still. Yeah, you're the, the money owner. man. It's, it's, I'm still yeah. the owner of record. I'm just yeah. paying for someone to run the team. Right. Yeah. And when you sell your house, it could be sold to anyone. It's not necessarily going to be go right down the line. It doesn't. Yeah. Right. Right. He has no ownership stake. He's just in there. You know. And if you if you win, if he helps you win, you can pay them their commission. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's an interesting cat. Yeah, I like that. So, um, does someone want to help me run my team? <laughs> I'm offering a 50-50 split. <laughs> Actually, no, my offer of the league dues. So what happens if you um, if you win the, the Hooters thing? Do, do they get half of your food? I mean, <laughs> it depends on where we're eating. If we're going to Chuck E. Cheese, they can have all of it. All the pizza. Have they all paid the their MIPA license fee? <laughs> right, right, right. Are they up to date on their licensing fee? That's the first question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final thing. Uh, what's the score of the Super Bowl going to be, and then we'll get out of here? Oh, I got Pats 27-21. Patriots 31, Rams 13. Wow. Oh. I, I was thinking 34-31 Pats. Oh, no. You guys are wrong. This is going to be the first Super Bowl where we are all shaking hands and hugging by the third quarter. I hope to God that happens. I agree. I agree. For our last one, that would be, be good. Wait, wait. Okay, real quick. One more thing before we go. <laughs> Brady saying that he's for sure coming back no matter what next year. Doesn't surprise that? me. Yeah, the zero percent chance 0%, he's retiring. Yeah, what do you think? That's a lie. No, I, I, I like I said last week, he's definitely coming back, and Gronk is definitely yeah. not coming back. Yeah. I mean, I got he said it. It's on. It's on record now. It's gonna be hard to to walk that one back. Well, if not, he'll just be like Kyrie, and he'll be the devil when he leaves. No, oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, the commissioner, Sean Holter, thank you for joining us on the podcast. It was a pleasure having the commissioner on, and uh, we will have you on again soon. Thanks, guys, for having me. All right, Seth, en enjoy your time with your in-laws watching the game. The Royal Rumble! <laughs> All right, we'll play some real music now. Doop, 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 doop. It's the Mythbookcast, and that was all. But next week, we'll have some more. Ba-doop-a-doop-dap-doop-doop-doop. Bizbot isn't real. <laughs>